Welcome to Mindful Space to Pause. Your host is Dee Lee. In our show, you'll experience what it means to take a break, get in tune with your true self, and be in the present. Now, here is your host, Dee Lee. Welcome to our show, Mindful Space to Pause. My name is Dee Lee, and I'm your host today as we explore small, powerful things. Pause and practice awe, A-W-E. We can begin applying this immediately as we embark on this personal design assignment of ourselves. Here's one of my quotes. As with a flower and a tree, choose to be a full, awesome, colorful spectrum of you. Within the seasons of time, embrace and then release with blessings the time to pause the time to listen, the time to see, and the time to just be. As you start your day, do you find yourself automatically dragging the past with you into your new day? This could be whatever experiences you had just yesterday, or it could be all of the baggage you carry with you wherever you go and how you consistently identify yourself. Suggestion is to start your day instead with a deliberate pause. That's capital P-A-U-S-E with emphasis. Practice always using a stillness experience. When you deliberately switch your focus into a more positive self-awareness, your inner voice might be on autopilot and may be loaded with negativity, but you are at the controls. The more you practice being here now with awesome present experiences and choosing how you want them to feel, the easier it becomes to be your own pilot as you design your flight path for your new awesome day. And it's interesting as we start out here um, looking at the word awe, it brings up a lot of different uh, emotions and uh, understandings from people too. It's not really a typical word that we use. And um, as we're designing our process with small, powerful things, you know, part of the practice is really pausing and practicing in that pause, whatever that means. You know, if it's a moment or um, as you get used to pausing and taking time, it can be a very enjoyable process. The word awe is linked, well, actually the experience of awe is linked to actually having better physical health. A lot of times people that um, focus on having awe around, they may not call it exactly that, but they show lower levels of um, you know, risk for cardiovascular disease or depression. Uh, time seems to expand as we feel awe, and sometimes that time... Time is another small, powerful thing that um, has a lot of different meanings for people. And when we are feeling awe um, or we're immersed in something, time seems to expand. And we immerse ourselves in, in a present moment, some, sometimes detached from our normal concerns. When we look at awe also in our day, um, it's a good idea to maybe um, take a look at your schedule and integrate an awe walk so that your routine, maybe if you have a route that you go, um, 
maybe cha changing it out a bit, going a little different direction. Um, you may find yourself noticing new things. And a lot of times we are on the same routine, maybe traveling certain areas that we don't see things um, as they are some old sites. And when we take a moment to try something new to become more um, awe-oriented, there are surprises and some different sources potentially of inspiration. Awe is really an emotion comparable to wonder, but it's considered less joyous. And um, when we think of it, it's a combination of surprise and possibly fear. Um, one definition is an overwhelm that awe is an overwhelming feeling of reverence, admiration. It's produced that which is grand, extremely powerful, or in the like, like the awe of God, in awe of great political figures. Another definition is a mixed emotion of reverence, respect, wonder, um, inspired by authority, genius great beauty and we've sometimes felt awe when we're contemplating different works I mean we can we can think in terms of maybe the music of Bach um, and as you're observing certain things it's really a feeling that we get in the presence of something vast that might challenge our understanding of the world um, when you look out into the billions of stars on a clear night sky uh, it's really a marvel that um, when you really look at it, we feel awe. And sometimes we have other words that we use to describe our experiences, such as amazement um, or wonder. But it really, the, using the word awe it actually makes our life better. And we find that uh, when we use opportunities to um, explore what this is really within ourselves, we can sometimes find ourselves happier and healthier, possibly more humble and um, connected to ourselves around and our people around us. So we've been studying for a long time different words, and words have um, a lot of different power uh, because words are really um, our language that we we speak to ourselves. Also, not just our language of our normal language, but we, we have a lot of self-talk that we end up sharing with ourselves at whatever time that we feel um, our minds are continually um, having thoughts run through. And some of this is um, pausing and um, learning how to pause is part of the, the learning that we look at. Um, when we take a, a moment to uh, consider what are small, powerful things that, you know, the idea is to learn how to pause in a way that you're going to benefit. And when you pause, you can use that as a, a trigger to then practice something that you want to change. So um, how, you know, some of the best practices for pausing um, have to do with it, it being um, deliberate. Sometimes we just go from the first time we wake up into the end of the day and we sometimes can't recall what we really were operating with during the day or how we felt until the end of the day. We're going, wow, I just feel very drained. 
But really, a pause isn't just a matter of closing a door or sitting down or just plain doing nothing. It's um, something where we want to find an opportunity to pause but not not overthink it. And um, sometimes we can get caught up too much in the actual getting, getting there process and um, it's really reaping the benefits of the stillness that's really our focus Um, and uh, we want to start out with intention to find a quiet spot and pausing is finding a sacred space that's for yourself um, that is usually uh, free of distractions and it's something that you is a space that you can choose to be in um, and your choice of you're in the person in control of either thinking or not thinking. You could be in a creative space where you can imagine and be working on something, or you can just be still. But the um, area is uh, one that you want to have that's quiet. And as you're looking at a deliberate pause, it takes both self-awareness and discipline as you're working with this. Sometimes we might feel uncomfortable uh, without saying something or being or really still. Um, but it's, it's taking the time to feel connection and knowing that it's okay to be in that quiet. Uh, if there's something that's calling you to do something, um, what you want to do is to push through and ignore the demands, but have that deliberate pause, something that you're available to do um, in a regular scheduled way and not be finding yourself torn from having to make a choice to swing into something, some other activity uh, without having that opportunity to, to be in that space. Um, it's really not the duration of the time that's important, it's the frequency. So sometimes it might just be 50 seconds or 15 minutes or 30 seconds. Um, It's really observing the consistency that's important. And um, it can be experienced in different ways where you're um, at a stop sign. You don't want to be driving and being on a pause or zoned out. But um, it's really taking that time to look at a frequency where you can have it show up in more of the moments of your day where it works out. Um, You can be sitting or you can also uh, be outside on a walk and in nature. It's repetitive motion and it's really taking something that you feel good about that is where you'll feel that you have a pause in your day where you've chosen that schedule and you have that feeling of having it for yourself. So we don't want to overthink this and we also aren't looking for perfection. And the goal is really to know that constant distractions can have a, um, a negative effect on our sense of well-being. And also it can be a problem with productivity and success. So we want to really be able to start mastering uh, the distractions and not having them be the the biggest part of our uh, challenge. So, you know, it's it's really, um, you know, there are different ways to make your life feel better um, by um, using some of these words and learning how to practice them and also not just practice them for the purpose of practice, but also applying them to your life. 
Um, it can be uh, helping in ways that you might not even know to start with. So um, as we are looking at this, um, you know, all may improve your mood. And um, sometimes we can engage with nature. So it's what triggers something for one person may be different than another person. And the idea is to find something and really be tuned in with your inner self and what makes you feel good, um, that makes you feel satisfied with certain things too. So mood, moods can be different uh, levels and also be caused by different things. So we want to be present and know that as we make a choice to move our words and our focus around that we're experiencing awe. Um, and uh, as we watch in how we uh, relate to certain things, um, it can improve and we can feel better. So there's a lot of connection between feeling and also understanding um, what the word awe means. So in, in a way, it's if you're out in a situation where maybe you've gone and uh, you're seeing Paris from the top of the Eiffel Tower, you know, that's, that's really a unique uh, opportunity and, and you could feel, because you're so high up, um, you could feel awe and um, it's, it's a different study for yourself as to what that means, but also your memories are going to be captured in there too. And as you're experiencing things, you're going to find um, that that is another um, thought process that can come back and you can retrieve it as that's part of your memory. So uh, as we're understanding what the ramifications here, it may actually be giving you a lot of components that benefit you when you're uh, thinking of something in the past or you find you've had that feeling of awe and you remember that, you're actually present with the feeling and that then brings forward an image that might be helpful and you're going to re-feel it. So it's, it's an ingredient for restorative powers that essentially, um, you know, it's, it's healthy and we're, we're also feeling that some of the health benefits can be actually long-term. So the idea here is to experience it, but also know that um, there's different levels of uh, action here too. So if you're experiencing it on a, just a passing note, that can be a lot different than if you're experiencing it from a, an immersion. And as you're feeling awe and wonder and amazement, um, it's true that you're going to find that the tendency is to experience and be open to new experiences. So as you're experiencing, you're also possibly going to be more open to having those feelings. And as they come up and um, if you're in that mood, um, it's possible you'll have your whole day change uh, with something that happened that you're just, it elevates your whole perspective. So um, as we think about um, finding ways to do this, um, some you know, ways that people try this is they um, look around and they can be uh, possibly not connected to their environment, but there are ways to shift your focus and 
find that you're going to be able to um, have a, a situation that you're going to be able to evoke certain feelings that then lead you to a ne- another relationship with something. So that if you have the experience and you look around, it can help um, with your creativity and how you actually experience something. Sometimes awe can decrease materialism. And we found that uh, sometimes it helps to have that feeling like from the higher um, point of identifying the, the um, or standing, looking at the Eiffel Tower, um, you can have that sense of, my goodness, this is really incredible. And um, it's experimental in some ways when you start looking at the different experiences, but there's value on certain things that um, maybe aren't really, um, they aren't really a money or monetary value, but it's more the value of the image and that you're really taking a look at the effort it takes to do certain things or it took a lot of effort to get you to a point you could actually be present uh, looking at the Eiffel Tower. So it's... um, Sometimes, you know, the answer to some of these questions is to just really start um, appreciating uh, different things around yourself. And they don't have to be things that are brand new. Sometimes, again, if you take a different route or take a different look at something, you're going to find yourself, uh, your feelings are going to be elevated. And um, maybe you'll find that whole expansion happening too because you have just suddenly noticed something that's really awesome um so sometimes we're um maybe finding ourselves smaller maybe we feel smaller and possibly more or a lot less you know humble um so it can have a profound effect uh and change our perception of ourselves when we're looking at the bigger world but that is okay too we when we feel small, sometimes we can um, have a different sense of importance in uh, a different level. So um, when we have emotions about certain things, we have a different sense of ourself. Um, and when we actually become more appreciative of some of the other things around us or other people or nature, and that's then... Um, also relating to our uh, experience. So sometimes um, as we take a look at this, we start questioning some of our strengths and weaknesses and we're looking for a more balanced way to actually look at ourselves and how we feel. But it does it does kind of uh, it does affect our expansion focus on time because awesome, will expand our perception. And when we look at this, um, people have felt more or less impatient and have found that time is plentiful. So there's a whole switch in looking at something with a sense of awe and having it something where we are finally saying, well, we have an unlimited time. And time is really one of those uh, interesting topics because most people feel like they have little time to do something like this. But they also have an expansion possibility and they can feel happier that as we're immersing it in a moment, uh, it's a deliberate pause, we're able to savor 
what we're seeing or possibly um, have it something that we end up uh, relating something in a different word to, but we're having a feel feeling that we're not starving in time and having a more abundance in time. So the language we speak with to ourselves too is that we're going to have a higher sense about it. It's not really related to the money. It, it's related to our feelings and uh, feelings of happiness. Uh, sometimes this <clears throat> whole effort can make ourselves, we have more unlimited time, which then sometimes we feel we can be more cooperative or more generous. And as we look at this, um, people are uh, using some of these, they feel new and exciting. Um, they're making themselves feel different. They can feel more generous and kind, not just to themselves, but for other people. So we're taking activity here that we might be just talking about and um, asking ourselves to pause and practice what does it feel to be in awe. And an awe has so many different definition potentials. Um, it's, it's sometimes accidentally dropped upon us when we find something that we're just, wow, that's, that's one of those scenarios. We can just feel almost kind of overwhelmed. But it's also um, taking this and prompting ourselves to be listening inside of ourselves and encouraging us to focus on um, possibility of expansion and uh, looking at this in a different view. And on that note, we're going to pause. We're going to have a small, powerful time with our pause and do a D note, and we will be back shortly. Friend us on Facebook to keep up with what's empowering the world. Voice America Empowerment. When you slow down, you give yourself a gift of time for being. Here in the abundant flow, thought seeds grow. Daily moments rush past and disappear into memory. Surround yourself with an essence of nature and feel a renewed sense of hope and peace. Watching a bee gather pollen, the wind playing with leaves, garden flowers presenting their unique, colorful faces. These are the simple joys possible. Our natural world gets left behind in the concrete jungle, digital maze, or inner and outer environment systems. Make a choice to fill your mind with uplifting images surrounding you with invisible access on your mobile devices, in your working and living environments. Pause pads are a quick momentary retreat for your mind to find a space to pause in the middle of a busy day for a moment for a reality break from a busy schedule, or as a reminder to take time for yourself to get uplifted. The pause pad break has so many benefits and yet is like a lily pad floating around in sight and in mind as a space to experience an immediate sense of calm. Take a break, hit the pause pad button, or send an email to mcspectrums at gmail.com. Friend us on Facebook to keep up with what's empowering the world. Voice America Empowerment. You are listening to Mindful Space to Pause with your host, Dee Lee. If you'd like to connect with the show, we'd love to hear from you via email. You can send them to mcspectrums at gmail.com. That's mcspectrums at gmail.com. Now, back to Mindful Space to Pause. Pause. 
Welcome back to Mindful Space. Uh, I'm Dee Lee, and we're chatting today about small, powerful things, um, pausing and uh, experiencing awe, you know, practicing awe, the word awe. Words, and sometimes we can think of words as being a small, powerful thing. Um, a lot of times words are not really present in our minds. We're, we're just on task or we're looking, th- we're working through something. We don't really even hear ourselves talking to ourselves. Um, so we're able to sometimes um, take some time out and pause and really be present with our own what we call self-talk. How do we talk to ourselves? What's passing through your brain? Um, if we have access to high energy words which have a different vibration um, it can really have an effect on us when we make a shift to communicate with ourselves in a in a way that is rather positive rather than um, and considering our own internal awesomeness um, taking the word and really turning it into our internal um, you know we're still looking at this as communication even though we're in looking at our own words that we use. But communication really has a long history, too. I mean, complex language has been going on for a long time. And um, some of the process language has been um, out there for, you know, certain words have been around for 65,000 years describing different feelings and emotions. And as we look at this, there's always constant change that's happening to our language. And the words we use to talk to ourselves and to others, sometimes we find different patterns and we have to be careful that we don't fall into the the crevice of a pattern that has um, a negative impact on us. And so we um, really are from an essential perspective, uh, we want to understand and take on some mental perspectives and, and really have the, the positive opportunity to um, form a, a pattern so that our internal and our external are in balance and that we are feeling along um, with um, a sense of happiness or a, a higher lift of feeling where um, as we are in the process of um, in ourselves looking at what does it take to actually um, work with words and keep ourselves uplifted. In a study um, by Raymond Birdwhistle in 1970, words that we actually speak to others represent 7% of the results we get from our communication. And the words that we speak to ourselves, however, they, there's a 100% of the results we get in our life. So it's rather amazing when we start looking at the, the, the process and, and how important it is to find words that um, are the high energy words. Or what, are, what is the difference between something that's high energy or low energy and not just in words but also thoughts. Because as we do this, too, we want to practice using these words in both our thoughts and our emotions so that we check in and look at uh, how does a feeling within ourselves reflect outside of ourselves. It's part of the experience of really communicating and and being present in being able to uh, not just float through our day, but also be able to switch 
our internal and external uh, experiences by um, how how we feel uh, with the results of different thoughts processing or when you have the feeling of being clear um, if there's an emotion that shows up around a word um, it could be a past experience and possibly you remember what the experience is and possibly not so we want to be really connected so that we're able to not just get wrapped up in the story and find ourselves uh, falling through the crack there as we're trying to shift into a more positive um, process because we're also able to have, um, as we're present in our lives, we're able to make um, clearer decisions as we go through our day. So some of this is rather interesting because it, it's um, going to also give us a chance to not just make clear decisions, but we're going to feel different. And as we as we do this, we're getting connected not just to our inner, inner system, but also our um, connection to other people. And that's really helping to bring uh, an amazing uh, possibility of other people gathering in a way that, um, you know, awe actually helps us not just feel connected, but it's, it's getting out in nature and making the time so that you are being inspired because that's already uh, been shown that as we're inspiring ourselves, it inspires others. And um, that's really uh, a way to find ourselves um, having a, a, a different experience and in a lot more happy um, possibility uh, in our lives. So we're looking for ways to balance some of this um, process that goes on. Sometimes we are um, aware of the balance or the needs of what we have to balance, but a lot of times you know, and we're on autopilot or we're, like I, I am envisioning the word autopilot. We have somebody by the name Otto that is actually piloting our pilot as we're going through our day. So the choice would be to consider finding your own pilot so that you're able to drive the 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 uh, effort through your day and schedule, you know, these pause moments that could be uh, scheduled or possibly you run into something, not literally, but possibly, you actually are able to pause in the moments in the day and experience something that might be a surprise, but um, actually is a good feeling. And, you know, there's a lot of different research that's been done in different ways about awe. But there's also a lot of research that we don't know about how much awe affects experiences. Uh, some of this is beginning to be explored. But as we are sensing how we feel and we, we really are present, we find that um, having a sense of perspective is part of the process. Um, so it may not just be all out in nature, it's also uh, finding opportunities to bring uh, some of this into our own self um, and also as close as looking within our own environment inside of our um, living spaces and our relationships. Um, there are ways to have a different perspective and really pause and be present in your surroundings and open your eyes, open your mind and open your heart. And when you do this, you're going to be thinking in terms of um, 
possible mindfulness through this that helps actually uh, brings you more into place of peace um, and you find that you're able to use space within your um, your own environment so you can find a quiet spot and have a best practice of a place to pause. So it's good to be cognizant of what does that take to do a, spot, a pause area um, because sometimes you want to have something that's your own space. could be a very small location that... Um, just, it just feels good. Um, so you have to almost be asking and looking for discovery of what does it take to be in awe, but also looking for the key of how to get the practice in there. So you want to pause and practice as you go. So um, again, it's what are the benefits? Is it worth the effort? Um, it's finding awe in different ways. And so if we take this challenge and look at within our own home, we're going to be looking at um, possibly a limited, limiting feeling uh, because we are within our home. So we sort of, we're, dis we're detached in a way, but we may not look within our home with an eye that, that is going to be one that can help us uh, determine some changes. Um, how do we find awe? And when we take a look at it, at it, you know, the the acronym for awe has to do with um, looking for something with attention. You know, A for attention. And when you pay attention to something, you're really deliberately looking at it. You're uh, you can appreciate. You can look at it from a value or amazement. Um, you can find something within your heart that's relating to it to foster the word awe. And um, there's sometimes we have too much stimulation outside of ourselves, and we're just um, looking at so many things. That, and we used to be feeling like we could multitask, and be, that was the benefit of having so much going on. We're just you know, moving from one thing to the other very quickly. And it takes time to pay attention, but when we're on autopilot, we're uh, not able to really take a look at something um, in a way that uh, we feel quiet. We're, we're actually moving too fast. Um, but there are ways that we can focus our attention and quiet our mind down. We can um, do this with a present moment, possibly. Um, so W would be wait, W-A-I-T. Wait to focus and quiet your mind down. And if you wait at least a certain amount of breathing time, you know, bring in a breath, experience something in that breath, and then let it go. Um, sometimes it takes a while for our senses to actually connect. And when we can slow down and really have, uh, maybe it's not correct to say the word slow down, but it's, it's finding ourselves in a frequency that feels comfortable, uh, applying it to whatever experience you're looking for. But with your attention, you can also find that um, the pause is long enough for a full breath. And when you let it go, something's happening in the release, and that can also have an effect on your experience. So E is for expression of exhale and expand. So when you relax, and you've expanded your whole sense here, it helps to have that as an experience too, 
because your focused attention on your breath is going to find yourself slowing in a, in a different way and, and having a deeper attention focus. Um, this can affect and quiet your mind. So as your mind is racing along, your attention is really scattered and it's difficult to focus when you're finding yourself trying to also quiet your mind. So as you um, also work with your breath as part of the guiding shift, you know, this is part of you being the pilot, you're going to find your, your effect and your, um, your whole sense, all of your senses are going to start connecting and you'll have a different um, possibility of a different feeling that enhances a, a different mood, calming effect. And um, it's almost like a, a pain reliever. So when we take a look at what does it, it look like to uh, awaken awe, A-W-E, but we're trying to create inner, inner space and quiet space, um, not just on the inside of ourself, but on, on the outside. It's difficult to do when you're um, out and about in the real world um, because that's the world spinning around and a lot of activity you're experiencing possibly an inner quiet, but your inner sense of self can actually, you can take um, yourself into a busy area and go within yourself to find um, a space to pause. And when you practice it on a regular basis, it's going to get easier and easier to be detached from all of the busyness that's going on. But when you expand your service, your senses, and you're in an area that you really relate to possibly, um, you're going to notice your vision, you're going to see trees that are green and the sky maybe a opening up. Um, you're going to be able to smell different um, fresh air or possibly different scents. Um, you're going to feel a breeze on your cheek and the sun shining you'll have different senses that help to make you more awake and knowing that you're able to um, have more uh, light showing up within yourself. And that also is helping yourself have a different state of awe. So it sometimes helps to be uh, using language that's uplifting and you might want to actually um, give yourself a little cheat sheet of words that feel maybe you're, you, you overuse, that you overuse yourself and you want to change those words out because there are different types of words that are higher energy. And so as you practice, you take some time to really listen to yourself as you're talking to yourself and also expressing um, to some other contacts that um, if you find words that um, show up at, that you're regularly using, just think about them and, and if you have a different feeling, if they don't feel correctly uplifting, finding words that do actually feel, you can um, change them out as you're actually pausing and communicating. When you do that, the more that you practice this, it's going to get easier and easier to have that more, that word flowing out rather than having to change it. So again, it takes different people different times to find the right balance and know that um, this is possible, knowing this is possible, it gives ourselves um, a, a uplifted feeling of possibility. 
and um, the experiences that we have on this, you know, we're, we're looking for feelings of not just wandering around and wondering, but we're, we're wanting to appreciate some of the things that we have already done with ourselves for ourselves. Um, so, again, it's looking for common ways to um, not just around your environment, but possibly being more present in your environment. You know, taking a look at pieces of art or pictures that you have around um, things that are that you're passionate about or have a good memory. Some of these capture your attention in a way. Maybe they have been in your environment too long and you need to change them out. But you're, when you give your full attention, you're going to be finding that when you pay attention and you're actually looking at things in the level of qualities and characteristics and details um, with any memories that come up, you're going to feel something. And, um, and then as we uh, take that opportunity to feel, um, you also have the opportunity to expand that and allow yourself to really be present and be the pilot of your moments so that you're um, able to then move forward. So in that you know process, we're becoming more tuned in to our senses, noticing how we feel and the details of certain things that are around us um, that affect us in a lot of ways. And this is again finding our ourselves in the do to mode, but starting in um, in a direction of wanting to identify more with our being and how is our being starting and then putting um, once we have some some focus on the being part what is our to-do list and activities that we want to then um, not just pause with but we want to have action items possibly that help to practice so it's a combination is looking for a balance um, when you start really taking a look at the words and those are the common parts that we all have ability to make choices those are the choices that we want to really take on and um, and be present in our process so they're they're considered small powerful things and we want to pause and really look for practice and be present in that practice we're going to pause for a short time and we will be back shortly. Success starts here. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. It's your world. When you slow down, you give yourself a gift of time for being. Here in the abundant flow, thought seeds grow. Daily moments rush past and disappear into memory. Surround yourself with an essence of nature and feel a renewed sense of hope and peace. Watching a bee gather pollen, the wind playing with leaves, garden flowers presenting their unique, colorful faces. These are the simple joys possible. Our natural world gets left behind in the concrete jungle, digital maze, or inner and outer environment systems. Make a choice to fill your mind with uplifting images surrounding you with invisible access on your mobile devices, in your working and living environments. Pause pads are a quick momentary retreat for your mind to find a space to pause in the middle of a busy day for a moment for a reality break from a busy schedule, or as a reminder to take time for yourself to get uplifted. The pause pad break has so many benefits and yet is like a lily pad floating around in sight and in mind as a space to experience an immediate sense of calm. 
Take a break. Hit the pause pad button or send an email to mcspectrums at gmail.com. Success starts here. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. It's your world. You are listening to Mindful Space to Pause with your host, Dee Lee. If you'd like to connect with the show, we'd love to hear from you via email. You can send them to mcspectrums at gmail.com. That's mcspectrums at gmail.com. Now, back to Mindful Space to Pause. Welcome back to Mindful Space. I'm Dee Lee, and we're talking about um, small, powerful things, um, pausing and practicing. Um, we're talking about uh, ways to find that space. And also, um, there are a lot of ways to savor good things in our lives. We also get lots of advice, or we hear lots of advice about coping with negative events. And we have to be very deliberate with our, our sense about looking for good things that are available also in our, in our lives. So taking some of the best practices we reviewed on uh, finding space to pause, you know, it's in, important to have that deliberate focus so that you'll find, you know, that it, it may not just be the, the advice, but also the coping skills that you need to take a look at. Um, when you're dealing with good things, a lot of times it, it does take a little time to look at um, you know, the good things and actually be present so you can identify what those things are. Um, and we want to um, take a look at what does that say? You know, when you're savoring something, you're actually uh, looking from a succinct way to um, have a skill set that you can um, do this. You want to actually share your good feelings with others. And so as you're working through your, your day and you maybe get some good news, you find yourself uplifted and you want to, you want to share that. And as if we were to actually start taking a look at um, treating the positive events and positive news and the way it feels um, in a similar way as um, we have found that uh, a lot of the focus has been on the negative. Um, we also are finding that people react in a different way to positive things than they do to the negative. It ends up making us feel a lot different too because when you share good news, you're going to feel different than when you share unhappy news. You're going to find if you're if you have a smile on your face, you're sharing that with somebody. They're going to also be feeling um, that bond and finding it a much more pleasant way to um, have that that focus. You can also pause for a moment and be conscious of things like a photo, maybe a photo of a flower that's a special photo that maybe you took or someone else took, but it's, it's something that's a gift. Um, you might want to take you know, and pause where you go outside and walk around in a new area and you find yourself finding something very uplifting in that area that you just discovered, even though maybe you had been in that area before. When you're doing this, you want to be sure to congratulate yourself and find yourself um, 
saying, okay, well, I am present. I am looking for ways to feel the success and I'm enjoying that outcome, that feeling. When you're self-talking, um, you're going to find yourself in mostly negative conversation. But if you switch it and you look at self-congratulation, you're going to be saying to yourself, wow, you know, I am feeling awe. I am looking at this in a way that's new and I have a different experience with that. And when we tell ourselves um, this on a regular basis, we can uplift our whole sense of being and your whole sense, all of your senses are going to feel differently too as you're savoring these. So we all have distractions and we all find ourselves in difficult situations a lot of times focusing on things that possibly we are so distracted we aren't aware of. But when we take time to actually open up our senses and find going through the senses um, one by one and asking ourselves, how does it, you know, go through your senses? You know, how does it smell? How does it feel? Being present is um, a very uh, useful um, result of taking time to pause because you're going to find yourself in a different framework. You're going to say, okay, well, I'm going to give myself... 15 minutes and uh, you could set yourself a clock and know that you have that ability to make that choice so that you can be um, out shouting from the rooftops if that helps, you know, laughing or dancing or having good things happen to yourself that you're, you're having a, a different way of feeling. Sometimes we want to also um, compare things that uh, we can think in terms of um, you know, something might not be quite as we want it, but we also can boost our positive feelings by reminding ourselves how bad things could be and saying, okay, well, um, we may not have certain things that we're, we're con in control of, but we also make choices as to how we result with that feeling. When you get an, an, an actual view of um, absorbing yourself in a moment and... Um, even if you just give yourself the 60 seconds of a moment, you're going to find yourself having a, a relationship to whatever you're viewing or absorbing yourself with. You can get lost with your sense of time and place in that, and that's actually part of what's considered being in the flow. So when we take a look at how adults versus children um, actually relate to this, a lot of technology um, and multitasking can be processed out there because we're so used to it. But we're also finding that um, if we really reflect on what the experience is that we're dealing with, we're going to find our ability to make choices so that we're able to give blessings and thanks for something that maybe we aren't really aware of when we're going through it, but also we can take the time and, and identify and relate back to it. That's, wow, that's an interesting experience. We're recalling the experience and we're giving it a, a sense of savoring of it. So um, it's important to not be think overthinking and running from negative thinking, but we want to be able to be in control of how our thoughts flow and making choices so that we're able to have certain enjoyments that every situation are going to have a different effect on us. 
um, as we do this, too, we want to remind ourselves how quickly time passes. And when we take moments and we say, okay, well, we want to relish the moment, um, we can have certain moments that, you know, basically feel very expanded. And um, certain days go by and we go, wow, how did that day disappear? So, again, it's being present and savoring the time that we have, uh, looking at it in a different way. Different projects have different senses of experience, and um, looking back at something, we can also set ourselves um, a goal that, um, you know, there's, there are ways that we look at um, the feelings and defining what is awe, and in the presence of something, how do we? How is this a challenge in our understanding? How do we feel awe? And there's so many other experiences going on a lot of times too. But how do we describe a feeling of awe? And um, when awe can be really coming out of experiences, not just from people, but also other things like music and art possibly architecture, if we really look around and are um, having ourselves view things with our senses, we're able to actually take a look at something and feel that kind of experience. So why do we feel awe and why do we practice? You know, why are we practicing the feeling? So these are questions for ourselves too. There are a lot of exciting opportunities. Um, a lot of the, the results though, we awe get, makes us feel good. And it gives us a sense of wonder. Uh, it makes us feel happier. Uh, it encourages curiosity and creativity. We're going to feel more generous. We're going to feel smaller, but we feel like we've gained a perspective. And some of that is really showing up with feeling of time as being expanded. Unlimited time, almost, and detached from our you know, wanting to do multitasking. It's also able to help um, sharpen our brains and encouraging critical thinking. So for the most part, you know, studying awe and getting into a, a sense of feeling, we're going to have a better energetic outgoing um, expression. And we also actually like turn on our light we're also able to have a positive mindset so that, you know, we're finding ourselves very uplifted. And that also helps to give ourselves um, benefit of feeling physically much better, finding ourselves um, getting in a, in a way um, that we are controlling what's going on. And it's just, it's a, a wonderful uh, study that um, when we take the opportunity to really control what we're thinking um, and helping ourselves to make different choices, learning how to make choices is part of this whole experience too and taking the time to um, actually take on that, um, you know, the what, what's called ANTS, A-N-T-S, automatic negative thoughts. We're wanting to um, get rid of the ANTS you know, it's, it's kind of an interesting way to look at things, but uh, having thinking positive th thoughts and having positivity happen more and more, we have a lot of possibility of exciting potential. And as we're doing this, we only realize in hindsight the moments that we've missed. 
Um, so we want to go out and explore um, things that we are, can learn from nature are limitless. And we can learn to respect and admire and emulate a lot of things into our lives. It's a fascinating journey. When I open my eyes, I see love flows freely through me. When I open my ears, I hear floating songs of melody. When I open my feelings, I ensure I am truly connected. When I open my voice, I share my vocal light everywhere. When I tune to my sense of smell, I am enveloped in dancing aromas. When I open my full heart, I know I am made of a lot of parts. And with this mindful sensing, I find that the creator is simply in me. As humans, we are a direct reflection of nature's base of five elements, the earth, the water, fire, air, and space. We benefit and things get easier when we can slow down and flow with these natural rhythms. And on that note, we are um, pausing and we look forward to uh, catching up next time. Thank you for joining us this week on Mindful Space to Pause. Tune in every Friday at 2 p.m. Pacific Time and 5 p.m. Eastern Time for another edition featuring your host, Dee Lee, on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. We'll see you next time.